everybody. Welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of I'm healthy. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm your boy, Matthew, aka <laughs> Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with uh, Jamali and Mr. Jason. And yeah, we are all here. We got Tyler chilling in the back. We got Jason's girlfriend chilling in the back too, but she's hiding. Though I'm, I'm expecting her to just pop in every now and then and give him a smooch on the forehead. Let him know that he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feel free to do it anytime, Christine, especially when the camera's on him. Make him feel nice and comfortable. You no, know, like he's at home. Christine won't be on camera. <laughs> <sighs> I feel so good, guys. Well, Last man. week I was feeling a bit down and my energy was low because I... Like, I, I felt like I just caught something, like, while I was here, and it really just threw me off a bit, but... All them hoes you be touching. It's, you know, it could be. It could <laughs> be, man. <sighs> Shit. You know what? Jamal, you might be onto something. <laughs> like, the hoes you texting right now. Who knows? But nah, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. How was your week? How's the mental health, gentlemen? Jamal looks disturbed. I'm good. Text her after. Disturbed what? I'm asking the question. Not even your main one. Shit. Yeah, I didn't say nothing like that. I just said you're disturbed. <laughs> I'm energized, baby. <laughs> How's your week? How's the mental health, bro? I guess the doctor said you were clear, I guess. Your test came back negative or what? Oh, all negatives across all X's across the board. That's good, man. Are you gonna answer the question or not? Jesus. <laughs> I'm very good, man. I'm very good. Just chilling. It was a good week. I see you're uh, sipping ginger tea. You said you are you needed it for the nerves. What's going on, man? Not for the nerve, bro. I just needed to sip on my tea, bro. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, because usually when people sip ginger tea, it's like, you know, sore throat or they're feeling a little bit sick. No, but I just like But tea. you said it was for your nerves, so I just want to make sure everything's good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm good, Matthew. Thank you for that. Joy's face. You should see that. I'm going to use that as the, the thumbnail for the thing. This face is priceless. <laughs> Jamali hates it when I'm energized. <laughs> Pause, bro. Uh, what are you pausing? All this guys this what was gay about that? Jesus, Jamali, man. You're, the, you're so obvious. Jason, what? how about you? How's your week? How's the mental health? Obvious about what? <laughs> it's, you had your chance. <laughs> I'm good, man. Can't complain. Mental health is fine. It's good. Yeah, just like looking looking for a place to live. The hunt's going well? Yeah, we found something, but we're not sure yet. So. Is it the same place you were telling us about before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, place. man, yeah. I hope you get it, because that place, like, personally, from, like, the things I like to see in a house, like, I thought it was a really nice place. Just make sure you wipe Matthew down with Lysol before he walks in there. <laughs> <laughs> you would like that, huh? Pause, bro. I'm not you would like that? <laughs> not at all. You na- you're nasty, man. You want to see him wipe me down with Lysol? You nasty Whoa. motherfucker. You are disgusting, Jamali. <laughs> you spray him, bro. <laughs> you are nasty. Spray him. As for myself, like I said, you know, last week I was feeling a little bit sick, you know, but I, I made it through, man. Wednesday I actually had like a crazy fucking fever. So, you know, all that making fun of and joking around you're doing last week. Bro, you've been Fuck suffering. you, motherfucker. You've been suffering from jungle fever, bro. What are you talking about? Whoa, whoa. Jamali. Suffering from that. Jungle fever. Chill. What is up with you? This dude, called you this dude called you straight up African. You know, <laughs> using such derogatory terminology right. to speak to a fellow brother. I don't know. You should be ashamed that. of yourself. I don't know if you're a You should be ashamed brother. of yourself. Plus, wanting, me to, wanting Jason to wipe me down with Lysol. You're just, you're on one today. <laughs> <laughs> 
guys are sick people, man. <laughs> sick people. Sick Yo, you're people. the one making the sick joke, so I don't know why. It's gonna why be we're that type of ones. episode, everyone. It's gonna be that type of episode. No, no, we got some serious stuff we want to. We touch we on. do. We got we got some topics in the tuck, but you know we gotta we gotta lighten the mood a bit. You know, bring us into the space. Somehow get Jamali to stop texting one, two, or three. I'm not sure which one it is. I'm not texting anybody. Are you sure? I can't promise you, but uh, yeah. You can't promise. Yo, Jason, look over his shoulder. <laughs> like, I can't see, see you how from this. hit that shit? <laughs> <laughs> see how- I can't see you from this side. Y'all yeah, need to stand on my phone. Bro. Yo, we're, we're trying to get you off your phone so you can engage. I'm well engaged. <laughs> Are you? I'm- to which one? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Where do you guys want to start? Should we start with some uh, some sports? Give our our weekly update on how shit all of our teams are. Yeah, well, actually, know your team. Jamal's barely team won. <laughs> a win a is win. a win. You know what? I agree. I gotta eat some crow because last week I was I was chopping up some jokes about Danny Dimes. I need you know the fact that they gave him a nickname and he hadn't even done anything. And you know what? My foot's in my mouth. He came out. He came out Look, swinging. First rookie to, to come out, two passing touchdowns, two rush touchdowns, put the team on his back when Saquon went down, which, by the way, I said week five he was going to get injured. Bro, I'm, I mean, you had this conversation yeah, like a couple weeks ago. And I said, I will be surprised if he passed week five. Yeah, exactly. And, and the fact that, I mean, I'm not happy that this happened. No, not at all. But at the same time, it's like just the way they were working him, not surprised that it happened, you know? No, not at all. But, Blame Eli. How old are you we blame blame Eli? 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 Eli wasn't even playing. I'm just saying, if <laughs> if, if they would have cut You blame the offensive coordinator for you, running a guy through the ground. If you cut Eli at the beginning of the season, that's money for the offensive line. That's what I'm saying. Uh, point is, he got hurt, unfortunately, but they're saying what? He's going to be out a month? Four to six weeks. Okay, a month, maybe two months. Yeah. Really sucks, but you know what? At the same time... It could be worse. It, it, exactly. It could have been a lot worse. He's in a boot. You saw him hopping across the field faster than most people can run. There you go. <laughs> faster than Philip Rivers. We'll get there. And we didn't get Hopefully there. he gets a speedy he recovery. He to change his name to Philip Scream because he, he ain't really running nothing like you a see, river. You see, that's the bitterness of Jamali. He knows, he knows as soon as Daniel Jordan comes out, he's going to be back in his depression with his um, mentally challenged quarterback, as you claim them to be, not me. That's your words. Eli suffered from CTE. Uh, look, Eli did not play this week. <laughs> we don't have to talk about him. I know. Big up Daniel Jones. Like I said, he did what? foots in my mouth. Is it me, but he really looks like Eli's younger brother? He does. There was actually a picture that came out when, <laughs> when Danny Jones was younger and he was wearing an Eli jersey with his voice. <laughs> and now he took over his job. It's actually kind of comical to see this happen. But no, man, I, he went out there. He put on an amazing performance, man. I can't, I can't knock him. But at the same time, it's one week. It's against the Bucks. It's a. I felt like it was a good litmus test for him. Oh, for sure. By, by no means. I think... It doesn't dictate. I think it's a good rhythm for him to have. Yeah. And I see great potential in my Giants in the next couple of years. If he stays healthy and, you know, we get key pieces, I think Look. we will be in the running. And, then, and on top of it, unless uh, Jason, you want to interject or? No, go ahead. Like, I look at it like, you know, considering when the draft happened, everybody laughed about it, myself included. You know, the way Gettleman was talking about him, we were just like, the tapes that were available of him right. didn't like he was a decent looking quarterback, nothing exceptional, but I feel like for him to come out and do that, to really just 
kind of put the two birds up like he's stone cold and, and give an F you to everybody that doubted him. Personally, I hope he keeps it up. Oh, most definitely. And, I think he will. And like I, I think it's it's a high tail to expect him to do another performance like that, another f- uh, four touchdown game, two in the air, two on the ground. But if he can just go out there, protect the ball, he doesn't have to give you 300, 400 yards a game, but you know, just do your job as far as making smart decisions, keep the offense moving, take pressure off your defense, he'll be all right. And I think the Giants will be all right moving forward. Oh, most definitely we're going to be all right. So, uh... Your Broncos just, didn't have a good... Uh, you know, they, I mean, they had a decent game, yeah, but they lost, which is expected. <laughs> I mean, nothing shocking on my end about this loss. But I mean, I was looking closely. I mean, Flacco... Is he? When it comes to Flacco, I feel like when it comes to him, it's is it like is it me? But he either if he's looking at the short route, that's all he's looking at. He doesn't. He's not able to look downfield and look at the short route. Like it's just like he's focused on one thing and that's it. Well, that's the thing that's been his game literally since that Super Bowl win. Like I don't know what the expectations were for Elway when he brought. Flacco in thinking he was going to get this like new burst of life when the last four or five seasons what we've seen of him has been a guy who isn't really going down the field much he hasn't been making like dynamic calls at the line he's pretty much just been a status quo quarterback right so like the three weeks we've had him on our team playing this season has been the same guy that essentially got taken over by Lamar Jackson Right. Like, nothing is shocking about it's, this. It's the same thing from with the Giants and Eli Manning. The defense made them look really good. Yeah. It's the same thing with Russell Wilson. The same, it's the same thing, too. Well, no, Russell, I can give him the credit of he's a guy who, one, for whatever reason, the Seahawks never gave this guy a proper O-line. Defense, actually, though. Defense the was defense, killing. yeah, was incredible. Quite but incredible, understand, like, yeah. when you actually look at Russell Wilson, he makes good decisions, especially when he has to extend the plays the way he has to, right. scrambling out of the pocket and still making accurate deep balls. Like, there are many people like Russell Wilson who is able to do that. You know, like, you have, like, Aaron Rodgers when he was, like, prime Aaron Rodgers was the guy who was able to do that as well. You know, like, aren't many like that. I love, the thing, well, the difference I could say with Aaron Rodgers and and Russell Wilson is, you know, Aaron Rodgers would give Aaron Rodgers could win you the game by himself. Russell Wilson can't do that. He can't do it. He, I don't think he could win you the game by himself. Aaron Rodgers can't win you a game by himself. Aaron Rodgers well, has been winning games to, by but himself. Like to Russell's credit, we've actually seen him go out there, yeah. and will it. Like he's won games but I mean, just la- on his arm. On his legs. But last week's game, he played almost like what you're, what yeah. you're describing. You know, like, it, he's not a guy who's gone out there and literally just thrown games away. No, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is that he won't lead you back 20 down to win the game like Rodgers can. And we've seen Rodgers do it so yeah. many times. But, and, and that's the thing. It's like comparing the two. Like, Rodgers is just one of those special quarterbacks. Like, for, what, the last four or five seasons, maybe six, we've been comparing him, Tom Brady... And Drew Brees as like the three best in the league. Like, right now, yeah. And rightfully so, because these are guys that we know are just on a level where it's like once the fourth quarter hits, if they're within three touchdowns, it's a winnable game. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, like there aren't many quarterbacks in the league outside of those three that you can really justifiably say that. And everybody looking at you like, yeah, you know what? It's possible. 
You know, like we've seen Tom Brady do it in a Super Bowl. We've seen, like, we call Aaron Rodgers, like, Hail Mary, Aaron Hail Mary Rodgers. Rodgers, Like, these are guys who've done it. Drew Brees. Same thing. Like, you give him the ball. Like, he'll, he can make you go 80 yards down the field in less than 30 seconds. Like, it's it's nothing to him. Yep. Well, you're Chargers. We ain't got to talk about that. Uh, Like, show some respect. For what? For the fact that his Chargers went out there and. Once again, lost by a touchdown or less. Oh, you mean Rivers did his signature move at the... Did his oh, my bad. It's all right. We're just getting the Breaking bad... Breaking my heart in fantasy we're, football. We're just getting the bad <laughs> games out of the way. And that's all it is. Oh, right, right. Just the bad games out of the right, way. Right, right, right. That's it, how it was look, the same thing last you got another two to three weeks to get these bad games out of the way before I'm going to start talking trades. Because <laughs> this can't run. Yo, he's been getting bad games out of the way for the past nine seasons. This dude's <sighs> a hater. I'm not a hater. Jamal, let me ask you a question. What? If Philip Rivers was on the Giants and he stayed when he got drafted, how many Super Bowls do you think the Giants are winning with Philip Rivers with that defense? None. You're a liar and you know it. <laughs> None. <laughs> You're a liar and you know it. Hey. Because a bigger Giants fan, you know what Wolf said? He said at least at least three. At least three Super Bowls with if Rivers had stayed. Oh, we got two, so it's okay. That's not enough. Hey, Rivers ain't got none. So uh, well it's no Rivers your defense, ain't got shit. Your defense got two. Your Look, defense got two. We can talk about ifs Rivers and is more buts like the dead sea, and bro. hypotheticals and things that are a fantasy. Right now, we just got to look at the fact that I need your boy, and I know you got the email, the hotline. Talk to him. Tell him to do better, please, for me, for me. What do you mean? Ha- he's ha- putting he's putting up points for you in fantasy. I don't not enough. I mean, not enough. Thirty some points in fantasy is not enough. That was week one. That was week. That was last week. No. no, no, no. By whose standards? I have him on. I have him in fantasy. I don't, I don't know what point system you guys are. What essential bonuses you guys are going out there? But he was nineteen points. Now you guys play in the little by standard. We play in the, the big boy leagues when it comes to fantasy. We use defensive players. Throwing a bunch of bonuses out there isn't big boy. League. It's not bonus. Okay, that's how it is. That's he, real he fantasy. Just barely scraped nineteen points. Wow, well, I don't know what fantasy league you play in. Do you play with defensive players? No. Well, there you go. That's not fantasy time. league. That's not fantasy league to me. Okay, you guys are still doing snake drafts. We play everyone. Do auction, then we'll talk. We play everyone. Eh, Anyways, eh. on to something else, eh. please. He's not ready for the big boys yet. Not ready. Eh, eh. Who is not ready for the big boys? Matt. Boys he's, he's not even playing defensive players. You have Dude. defensive teams. That's what, that's what you're playing. That's Until okay. you guys do an auction draft, do not talk to me. Please, auction draft. You guys can't even play defensive not players. Sir, I, I'm sir. just surprised that you are excused. I'm sir. just surprised that you have Philip Rivers in your. You chose Philip Rivers. Hey Amen. Sometimes he you, must have been cheap. Sometimes you just you, you give hope to things and you look at Jamal. The long have you play. not seen how much hope Jason's been given? Jamal, Eli has look, not he been. He doesn't have to win. Jamali, he just has to have good performances. Oh yeah, like his interception in the fourth quarter that kills me. Oh okay, Jamali, you know Eli hasn't been. Jamali's in our in our fantasy league. Eli has not been drafted in like three or four seasons. Rightfully so. So what? There you go. I'm not gonna draft someone's gonna give a pick six. Like you you <laughs> you pick him up off the waiver wire if you're desperate because no. you got an IR. That's how it works. I would not like play him. anything at that point. Eli's going to probably give you negative points. Or he's like anything. he's one of those guys who's like a spot starter. You look at like when is the buy? Oh, is is he playing a weak team on that buy? You know, one of those like he always has one of those weeks where he just pops up and gives you a three touchdown, zero interception game. You're like, that's the one. You spot start him. Hey. We all you like got two rings in the two rings. We all know you could go works. comfortably retire. You know. First ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're right. Good. He is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. 
He played I uh, really wish with a 500 record. Look, we've we've had this conversation too much. He's a Hall of Famer. No, he's Let's he, move is, on. he is a Hall of Famer, but not Do a first ballot. Do you want to ballot. talk about your boy who won the Emmy? Let me just shout him out. That's all. Hey, man. Take the lead on it. It's your, it's your homie. Who, Jarrell, Jerome? Yeah, man. No, I mean, I think it was a dope. Like, he played, like, both you guys haven't seen the actual miniseries. I've so. seen clips. Uh, but, I mean, like, the last two, epi- two episodes of those, two out of five, was really. Did you put that on camera? Sorry to cut you off. No, she didn't. Oh, you on camera. suck. No, they can hear Put it on cool. camera, Jason. No. If you're going to do it in front of me, you're going to put it on camera. So the fans know why I go, ugh. <laughs> Cute. Anyways, yeah, right. it, that better have been on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, want, I want the people to know what you do behind the scenes. Why would you <laughs> want his personal life on camera? Golly. Because we can. Have some fun, Jamali. Jesus. Go Not on. Not at his saying? expense. Jarrell Jerome. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm just saying, like, I think, like, his performance was stellar. Like, and, you know... I think it's well deserved, being you know the the youngest first Afro Latino to ever win, yeah, and the, the youngest role. person to win the award as well. The youngest, youngest person ever Period? to win the award. Oh wow, that's amazing! Yeah. So yeah, man, just shout out to him, man. Yeah, man. And you should watch the friggin' series. You know what? Because you won't shut the fuck up about it. When I'm done, Top Boy, I'll watch it. Oh, you're gonna watch Top Boy a bunch of? Yo, oh. of course. <laughs> oh. Yo, of course. I what? Started, I haven't started it yet. Yo, but you have at least seen like the first two seasons, yeah, right? Yeah, I've seen it. All right, then. Yo, don't get on me. Dog, it's Top Boy. But you should have watched what, when did CS came out like four months ago? Yeah, but it's Top Boy. Um. <laughs> Yo, from the time they announced that they was coming back, I had to see it. I don't know any of these shows. <laughs> you don't know Top Boy? No. Nah. Yo, it's, it's based like the UK's The Wire. Yeah, pretty much. The UK's The Wire? Yeah. Like it, dog. It's sick. It's pretty. I'll give it a it's chance. It's fucking sick. Man. It's I mean, what, what? Like it's on, it's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Okay. Start with Top Boy Summer House. That's like the first two seasons, and then the new season, Top Boy. Even though it's called season one, it's technically season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the season one and season two are four episodes each, hour each. So okay. it's like you can knock it out literally in a night. Okay. okay. Yeah. Take the weekend. Morning, you know, then. you and Christina you pop some popcorn. You know, have some tequila on decky. Christina doesn't, like, Christina doesn't like those violent stuff. I can't it's watch. not really super violent. It's more just like... Violent. <laughs> no, what I mean, like, like she would not watch The Boys or anything like that. D- well, no, it's, it's not The Boys. It's not The Boys, bro. It's definitely not The Boys. But, like, there's, like, scenes of, like, gangster shit, but it's, like, even less... I would say it's less violent than the power. Way le- yeah. Yeah. Because it's more of the politics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's like you're gonna get a scene of a guy getting shot here and there, or like a fight scene here or there, but it's not like blood and gore and all that shit. Shoot him. (laughs) (laughs) Where the food? (laughs) I'll give it a chance. We'll see how it goes. Watch the first episode and then go from there, man. Like what else? But yeah, when when I'm done, Top Boy, I'll watch it for you because you will not shut up about it. No, but I really think it's a it's it's a great point for conversation, and especially that we're three young black males. Think we should have we should have had the well, conversation. I have told you many times we can have the conversation. Just take the lead, and you don't want to, bro. I want you to watch the film because <laughs> I don't want it. Because I mean, we could have a conversation about this. It happens all the time, especially in Florida. Did you see the one in Florida where the three year old got arrested for making throwing a tent? Uh, no, the six year old. Six year old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten, temper tantrum in school and gets yeah. arrested and thrown into the juvie. Like what? <laughs> like since when do we? 
do that to children because they're having a temper tantrum, man. Right, it's crazy. You know, Since you, Florida. You, you literally when. tell them, get out the class, sit outside in front of the door, and you come back in when you're done, you're kicking Bro, and police screaming. police has to get involved like what? In, 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 at such a low level, you should Police should have never been involved. You should not be a teacher. Like, police should have never been involved in that type of situation. I'm sorry. Like, it's crazy to me. But before we leap away from the Emmy talk, why do we still have award shows? I didn't even know the Emmys was on. <laughs> I had no idea they were on. <laughs> no idea it was on. I was watching football. It was only the following day, the Monday that like I saw all the clips floating on, on Twitter and, and Facebook and everything. I was like, no idea, like zero advertising whatsoever about it. Like I knew like they were going to happen, obviously, because they happen every year. But I feel like they need to like change the whole system in which they do award shows now. Shouldn't be award shows. There's too much glitz and glams for no one to watch. Yeah. And I'm like, I know said like you said, um, Twitter. I just saw Emmy Awards, huh? And just <laughs> no, literally, that's, <laughs> did not the care. Thing too about it's like, I mean, all I really need is a list of who won. Pretty much. You yeah. know, because what what essentially are award shows now? It's like it's it's the red carpet fashion show. It's Asking these actors how was their experience doing the show or the movie or the same question or the Broadway. Over. It's like, yeah, it's literally the same question and it's always the same answers. Oh, I had a wonderful time working with this, a wonderful time doing that. Oh, I'm wearing this person. They did a wonderful job on my gown or, or my it's like it's the same shit over and over, and then it's people just saying, This fit look good, this fit looks shit. Like, why the fuck? Why are we wasting our time with award shows now? It's to give TMZ some money. But so they can talk about shit. That's how? all. Because it was the lowest rated that they've had since last year's lowest rated. No award show as of late has been able to peak whatever is the better thing that's on TV. And guess no, what? The better not. thing that's on TV is whatever you're streaming. Pretty, yeah. Exactly. That's the <laughs> because whole point. people don't like everybody's cutting their cord from uh, cutting quote from cable now. But that's the thing. Everyone want, like the Oscars. No one pays attention to that because honestly, let's be honest. Um, Avengers Endgame is the best movie within the last. Who cares when the last Commercially, 10 years? yes. Commercially, even performances. And even yeah. if you don't like superhero movies or anything like that, come on. Like, that movie was no, I, the biggest I thing we've like seen. If Avatar, especially when if, you talk about a, a movie like Endgame, it's the whole feat of the 10 years of the buildup towards it and the accomplishment of what it is. Yeah. You know, like, that's what grandstands it, essentially. Because if you're going to give Avatar... Um, a same a stupid movie about blue aliens and the cowboys and Indian stories that we've seen many yeah, times. It, awards like the Dance with Wolves. I'm sorry, no, come on. It was a movie End we've seen a thousand over. times over. Yeah, same thing as Pocahontas. Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> Just it was like taller Smurfs doing the Pocahontas story <laughs> with like a Dance with Wolves backplot. That's literally what Avatar was. It's garbage, hot garbage, horrible movie. The the technology though. <sighs> Incredible technology. What, to go blind your eyes in, in 3D again? Hey, that's what they... <laughs> they knew the movie, as far as the plot went, was so shit that all of their marketing went towards focusing on the graphics, the technology that they're using to do the face capture and how this is like state-of-the-art cameras that they're using that you have to watch uh, it in IMAX. It was worth Bolstered it so that people would watch in IMAX. And then when you did, you're like, yo, this movie actually is kind of wild." You know what's a better <laughs> movie in 3D compared to that? Tron. Tron was incredible. Tron in 3D, when I went to see in 3D, it's day and night compared to, to Avatar. Yeah, yeah, no, like... It's ridiculous. Tron in 
thanks to this Emmy talk, we're on a bit of a tangent. But yeah, Tron in general, just I felt that if we want to talk about the technology used and and just a top to bottom, well scripted, well cinematographed, using your technology properly, where it's like you don't overextend, you use it when it's necessary. And those and that's the thing that frustrates me, like. You had Daft Punk do an original, the original album for that. They didn't win anything. Incredible. That the whole the whole movie was top to down, top down, visually amazing. But you have stupid movies like the other one that came out um, last week um, that might win something. And it's absolute shit. Um, Which Ad Astra. Oh, uh, with, the one um, with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's the worst actor of all time. He's well, the I'm worst actor all time, bro. You're, you know what you're he is? He's a he's a movie version of a soap opera actor. That's what he is. Because there's what? no. Mo- <laughs> that's what he is. That's what he is. Not Brad Pitt. Tell me another movie other than Fight Club that he's actually memorable. You remember him perfect for, and not Inglorious Bastards. Because no, was I was literally going to say the last movie that he did with Tarantino. Which one was that? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's actually incredible. In but you that see, movie. no one knows these movies. I'm like, I'm like, everybody knows Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Please, that's no. How how do no like him? Brad Pitt. Everybody's been talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's not like it's Tarantino, man. Like that's not a movie that gets swept under the rug. Listen, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, these are soap ap- soap opera actor actors in movies. That's what they are. They're wow. terrible actors. Terrible. Everybody we move on to something else, please. Thank you. I'm just saying. Hey, what's what's, what's wrong? Jamari, Jamari Is she can't mad relate. At you? Are you taking it out on us? What are you talking about? Like looking back at me. You're very quick to hide your phone, <laughs> considering you want to know what you're talking about, bro. Because <laughs> Jason be looking over my shoulder. <laughs> Inappropriate. He's not, yo, he's focusing on his job, making sure the camera angles are nice. Yeah, sure. You're the only one who's like dead set on whatever's happening, whichever one's on your case right now. I'm monitoring the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I'm monitoring the Facebook group. Yeah, okay. I am. Which one? The one with all three of them in it? You're braver than me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> all right, let's 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 move on to um, um, Stop Snitching, Stop Lying, Takashi. <laughs> And I want Jamali to start this off because Stop me. I have nothing to say about Takashi. I'm not saying about Takashi, but he called out your boy, Jones. But we just gotta start at the top where he didn't. We we just do a little bit of revisionist history and remind our our loyal viewers and listeners that we said this was gonna happen. Oh, for sure. We said it was either the people that he is beefing with are gonna catch him or it's going to be an issue where the police are going to get on him because of all the blatant criminal shit he's just putting out there and yep. all the aggression that he's showing in neighborhoods that he shouldn't be doing it. And you know what? Uh, None of this is shocking. We told you what would happen. And, and look how it unfolds. Dude, snitching on everybody. Pulling a Nino Brown. Bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, he's past Nino Brown. Bro, he's no, past Nino he's Brown. He's not past. Bro, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's not even he's, worse than Samuel Bull. Is singing like a canary in bro, a mine. Okay, S- Samuel Bull snitch worse singing. than he did. <laughs> bro, get out of here. This dude calling out Cardi B. <laughs> he, he went down the list of every nine Trey Blood that is 
out there, known and confirmed. Pointing at people in, in China. Um, but, cur- but confirm, I mean, hey, people make hey, claims, bro. Hey, hey. I'm not a blood member, so I don't know who's hey. who. I'm not a member of that, so <laughs> I wouldn't know who's who. Well, I don't know who, who's who either. But if if we let Takashi tell it, a lot more people are in nine trains than I than I knew existed. Martha Stewart. Then, <laughs> yo, but Martha never snitched. You know what I'm saying? She never did. You know, she she took her time like a real OG would. <laughs> hey, this dude was pointing in court. <laughs> he wasn't pointing. Yo, you know it's funny. All you got, but like, I don't know why this is such a hilarious thing. It's it, not that it's hilarious. Is that it was completely predictable, and if anybody's shocked by it, I mean. No, you remember what? Like, remember what? Um, remember what? Um, what's his name said? Fat Joe said, "This dude can't come around here anymore because he knew exactly what was going to happen." Of course, he knew exactly what was going to happen. Bro, you think some of these guys, like even with the Jim Jones thing, I don't think Jim Jones. I hope he didn't snitch or he's not an informant. But a lot of these guys snitch. Fifty's a snitch, based on what you know the streets are saying. I'm sure Joe snitched as well. You know what I mean? Like, people snitch. And I mean, when you have a 20, how old is he? 21, 22? Something like that. And you, you're, you know, you get accepted. They literally use your innocence or your your naivety to literally bankroll their gang activity. Like, what do you think you're going to, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I look at it more on the side of... They should have known he was going to snitch. I look at it like, yeah, the the gang saw a quick buck could be made through this guy if they just gave him the career, pushed him forward, let him make the songs, make the videos, be like the visibility to just bring in what they need, Pretty which much. was revenue. But for them to not just use him the way they wanted to use him, get the money off of him, let him just be that loud rapper, but to actually bring him around all the shit. Yeah. That's just dumb as fuck. And I mean, like, if, like, you're part of this gang. You know this person is not a part of that life. He didn't come up with you guys. He literally came to them and was like, yo, this is what I want to do. This is how I feel like you can help me get to this position. Pretty much. Let's just work together, make money, boom, let's do it. And they're like, all right, cool. At that point, you just keep it business. But you don't ha- literally have them... In the lifestyle. Nope. Like, it makes absolutely no sense if you are seasoned gangsters to do something like that. And to me, it's like, that's the point where it's like all this shit that's happening. And from what we were talking about last year, last summer, about like the videos that were coming out, the people that were in the videos that are part of the gang that are like showing off with him and just them allowing things to escalate the way they did, we predicted the past that could go of this because you're not protecting your energy. You're not nope. protecting what you're bringing into your life or, or at least evaluating what you're bringing into your life. And once you bring that bad energy into it, bad shit will happen. Happen for sure. Happens at what's his face? XXX Tentacion, whatever his name. Can't remember his name. And unfortunately in his case, he got killed. That's the thing. You know, it's like there's too many examples that we've seen, not just here. Like you go back to the eighties and it's like we've seen these things happen. We've seen how the progression goes. And that's why now him sitting on the stand saying names, saying basically everything the gang did, down to having a volunteer come and demonstrate the handshake with him. Like, 
None of this shit is shocking because of who he was, who he became for this persona, for this this imagery of the rap game that he wanted to be right. a part of, and then the people who allowed him in their circle. Like, yep. none of it's shocking. But it's gone to the point where Jamal is, like, looking at some, I don't know, some cooking video. <laughs> no. He's on Twitter. Master Chef? No. No, he's not Master Chef. <laughs> I, I, I already see who won, so I, I don't even feel like watching it anymore. That, have, that finished already, though. Yeah, last hey, hey. week. Stay on top of you guys. Well, we could get to Master Chef. No, but um, Takashi snitching, man. It's like, <laughs> I was just like, well... As soon as he started, I wanted. But to I mean, who, is it? I, I wanted to see who he was snitching on, and when I saw it was Jim Jones and Cardi B, I'm like, huh. well, he didn't fully snitch on them. He made mention of them and that's, basically that's said that they're though. nine trade blood. That's still snitching. And yeah. when when they had that recording of um, Jim Jones with um, other dude saying dude needs to get violated, I was like, wow, these dudes are not played. Takashi is on. The phones he, are tapped, people. Takashi <laughs> has to uh, look out for the rest of his life <laughs> if he gets no, out. No, if he gets out of protective custody, man. Like they're they're not going to get to him. I don't hey. think. What I mean, like, what are you going to do to a guy like him? The, what are you saying? The Epstein dude who killed himself. <laughs> people, people but, still claiming that he no, didn't no, kill they, himself. they, they got to him. Oh, yeah, they got to him, and there was a good reason like, for them to get to him. There were a lot of billionaires on that the was line. about to get their shit exposed. There was no way. Like from the moment they arrested him, I knew right then and there, it's done. He's gonna yeah. die. Yeah, he was gonna die for he sure. He was in the most protective, isolated situation where suicide is literally impossible, and he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And both guard was supposedly sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. We don't believe you. Come on. But it's still going on. The, the, this, the, oh, yeah. Well, back, because back. the, peop, uh, the, women the people who accuse them, they're still, they still want their child because they still have information on many other people who oh, yeah. were involved in the, the sex trafficking ring. Oh, so. boy. They're all going to jail. What's his name? Uh, and, um, but, yeah. Speaking of, we can go to the well, next topic. Um, what's his name? Um, Antonio Brown. Just real quick. Yeah. yeah, real quick on Antonio Brown. Where do you want to start with Antonio Brown? <laughs> CTE? <laughs> perfect. Avantes, <laughs> perfect. Knocking some sense into him back, was it two years now? Oh, wait, he didn't knock sense into him. Knock it out of him. <laughs> and, Bro, uh, I don't see why this is a laughable thing. It's, it's laughable. Why is everything so serious with you? No, but, but it, it's not laughable. I can chuckle. <laughs> okay? Okay? Thank you. Yeah, he got his sense... <laughs> On September 16, 1993, NBC aired the first ever episode of Frasier, a spin-off series about psychiatrist Dr. Frasier Crane, a much-loved Seattle shrink from Cheers. Ten days earlier, a baby was born. A baby who, we'd come to learn, was destined to have someone pay him $264 to watch through every episode of Frasier with different special guests, unpacking the deeper themes behind each episode. That baby is me, Tom Zalatni, and this is a terrible, terrible idea. Tune in to They're Calling Again, Right here on the Upford Network. We need to record a new ad for Up for Discussion. What should we tell people? Tell them we're an emotionally honest comedy podcast. Great! 
What does that mean? It means we're not afraid to get vulnerable, explore the human side of comedy, and try to become better people along the way. And we make poop jokes. So many poop jokes. With tons of awesome guests like Hank Green, Carrie Poppy, and Cecil Baldwin. Yeah, and poop jokes. The Up for Discussion podcast, available on the Up for Network and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, um, nah, he, he, this dude is just messing up one step after the other, and it's just too much. The only thing that way, that really much. gets me, like, obviously, like, people are talking about the fact that he fucked up 40 million, you know, like, two situations where he literally just couldn't stay off his phone till Monday to get his guaranteed money before he basically shits in his own pants and fucks up his own money, but... The one thing of all this shit that's been going on is the fact that you have, you know, the second accuser comes out and this guy is literally in his group text telling his team who the girl who accused him is still in this group text saying how, oh, we have to get shit on her. We got to get her to like essentially get off my back. And he's sending pictures of like her kids calling her broke and all the shit while she's in the group chat. Like, this is clearly a guy who is beyond intelligence to a level that we haven't seen before. <laughs> Just how stupid could you be that in every single place where it's like, all you have to do is shut your mouth and things can possibly go hey, better for you? That's CTE. He just wrong. won't stay off his fucking phone and keeps putting his fucking foot in it. That CTE is strong. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. <laughs> and it, and if anyone doesn't know, this is the whole hit where he had with um, Montez Perfect in the playoffs like, in 2016. Yeah, 2016, 2017. And um, that was fucked up. They're saying oh. that, that that hit that he took that essentially like knocked him out, big concussion in the game. Like they're they're saying in 2016, from that point on is when they start the, to watch the change. Yeah, the, the change in, in his attitude, his, his interaction with people, like this new like egotistical self defecating person came to be was like after this hit i mean if it is it is but at the same time you look at a guy who has a team around him should have a publicist probably doesn't considering how stupid he has been on his social medias and Within his personal life, his alone. agent is a joke, and he's supposed to be the biggest agent in NFL, but he's a joke. But you know what? His, what, it, what, it, what his it, agent essentially did his job as far as getting him contracts and putting him in a position where he could succeed. His what? agent did that, but as his agent, it's not his job to babysit him either. Yeah, but did you? Do you remember? I, I I just think it's dumb. Like an agent should have like, listen, Antonio, you're not going to go anywhere else, and if you keep this up. Like going to the Patriots and not but, is going to be That's what worse. I mean. Like I can, I can literally look at you and say, Jason, don't jump off this balcony because if you do, you're going to hurt yourself. And you say, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to do that. And then the second I turn my back, you fucking jump. <laughs> like if I tell you, don't fucking text on this date. When this date comes, your guaranteed money will be in your account. All you have to do, stay off your phone, show up to OTAs, show up to practice. Show up to the games, be a model football player till this date, and your guaranteed money is yours. You gotta, and you literally, each time, a couple days, like literally three days before, send out fucking tweets and messages dude, to crazy. fuck yourself. Like in both cases, it was like two to three days prior. This dude had guaranteed 30 something million and lost all of it. 
I'm like, because even with wow. even with uh, the Patriots cutting him, they were gonna give him the guaranteed money. He got cut on the Friday. I think he sent out the tweets the Saturday after he had on the Friday was like, you know, thanks Patriots for giving me a chance. You know, I hope you guys go out there and win it. Then Saturday morning, he's sending out these fucking tweets talking about Robert Kraft, talking about Roethlisberger, talking about Shannon Sharp. Voided his contract on his guaranteed well, you money. Know, well, you know, Robert Kraft is a hypocrite, too, because he, he's caught up in that whole sex slave thing, but too. No, and he's like, not a hypocrite in this. Well, I'm just if say- in your contract, it says these are the <laughs> guidelines towards you getting your, your guaranteed money, and you don't respect the guidelines to get your guaranteed money, the, he is following the contract. It's that simple. So for Antonio Brown to be like, oh, they could take your guaranteed money away. Yeah, they can because you're not respecting what's in the contract. I'm just saying. But the thing is, this is my whole take on all of this. They acquired his talent knowing who he was previously. Like, it wasn't like he was doing something fucked up, you know, three seasons ago. Bro, like a week before they... Like, he w- w- ended up with the Patriots, well, maybe more than a week, maybe like about a month. He came in on the first day of training camp in a hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he was doing... And, and understand. And then he co- but no, he complains that he can't get the right helmet when there's like an option the fix of like, was in, man. He wanted to go to the Patriots from the whole time. No, no, but hold on. Because this is the whole, the whole premise of all of this is if he really is suffering from some sort of brain damage due to the hits that he has been getting or gotten. Like, I think there is a level of responsibility on the NFL to, obviously, I know they're not going to take ownership of it, but, like, that hit that he took was a serious fucking hit. And we know that people, those type of hits could change someone even in their behavioral aspects, right? Mm -hmm. So to... To just say like, oh, he's just an asshole, he's this, he's that. It's it's an easy way out for the NFL. And it's an easy way out for us to to sort of be like, okay, well, yeah, that's just him as a character. He was in the league how many years before 2000 that hit with no incidents? I think, what, four seasons? But with no incident. I don't think he was, I don't think he always but had Even the- with that, even if that hit changed him, even if now... Okay. That hit happens and mm-hmm. he becomes this person. Right. It's not the NFL's job to say we we have to change our rules and guidelines because this hit changed him as a person. No, I'm sure he's not the only one. No, of course, but if they put stipulations in your contract to say, "Hey, just follow this and we will have absolutely no issue with you." And you can't even follow the minimum requirements of the guidelines to get the things you you need to keep them off your back. Right. How is that on the NFL? Okay, so let me, let me put this in another way because it's easy to say it's not on the NFL. It's the same way if you take somebody who, let's say, was uh, like in America, for example, will stay there, and we'll say black, pe- black men who go to jail for drugs, they get a felony, they can't get a job, you send them back to the same community where, drug is the, where selling drugs is their only option, and then we're going to turn around and say, oh, you know, it's fucked up. They don't give people a fair shot. It's I don't a, think this is the same comparison. It is the same thing. It's a, no, it's Hold a false on, let, equivalency. No, no. Hold on. Let me finish my point. Go ahead. I think it's up to them to, when you get like that level of a hit, there must be, it, it's on the NFL, whether it's, they're going to, as an organization or the team ownership, 
has to take the right percussion to have him properly evaluated, not just on the basis of whether he could play football again and at a level that they want him to play, but understand what that impact did, how it changed that person. It is, you, you, you can't say the NFL is not responsible. I don't think they're responsible in that situation at all. They're not? No. Okay. Because when you play this game, you go into it knowing you can contain severe injury such as CTE, right? such as breaking a limb. You can potentially die out there. You go into it knowing this. I, right. I have a you sign your contract knowing that there is zero liability if you sustain that type of injury to the NFL. Right, so then... So, no, it's no, not, no, no. It's it, not it the is. NFL. No, it's it not. Is. Because when you sign the contract, you were signing that, yes, if this happens, I cannot then look at the NFL and blame them. Listen, it's not a, it's not a blame game because it's not the NFL fault why he got hit. That's not what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you as an organization, they need to step up, acknowledge that this shit exists, acknowledge that there is people who suffer from the after having multiple concussion, that there is behavioral issues, that they are not the same individuals because of these hits and have a structure within their organization that assists these people and a proper evaluation, not whether you could still go out there and be a fucking show horse and make me millions of dollars, but make sure that you also could have a decent life thereafter. And if they realize like you, you're, you get hit, you're more aggressive, you're more this, you're more that, be like, yo, maybe we should get this guy some help. But you know what? All those options that you're talking about are available within the NFL. It's especially when the whole concussion conversations came into play in CTE. Right. They put all these things right. that you're saying into action right. for these players. But right. if these players don't how actually... Many players, but how many, if these players don't go and get the help, what is the NFL to do? Bro, how many players, and we know this for a fact, have gotten serious concussion... And they were then put back on the field to play. That that's the point I wanted to make. And no, no, and no, we, we know that's happened. And guess I, what? That's a situation that we've seen teams get fined for when they've done that. Fine. Who the fuck made that decision should be fired what? and charged? I'm not arguing with you on that. But, but that's again, that's that a structural NFL, issue. But to say that's that the NFL's fault. That's if, a structural if issue. A, if a coach is telling seeing somebody has a serious concussion, or if the doctor sees a person has a concussion and they don't literally say they can't go out there that's on the doctor who did the assessment they should, that should be us and those doctors issue. do not let them go out when they see their concussed they do not let them go no, out but this is this is the thing i want to bring what jamali's saying that um i wouldn't necessarily play, put blame on the nfl it's, it's not a, a blame no but it's more it's the a team. responsibility the responsibility i think goes more with the team than the actual nfl itself the yeah. individual team so for it example goes to the team doctors it goes to the coaching staff it goes to the trainers, the ones who look at them and assess yeah. their health. But, but it's listen, not the NFL. The, yeah, reason, the, the reason why, no, hold on. Right. The reason why I'm saying it's the NFL, because it's an organization. If you, you start doing that, certain teams are going to have shortcut. The standards are not going to be the same. And you want it to be uniform. So you have to go from the head. You can't just be like, oh, it's up to the team to put together some shit. No, the NFL as an organization. No, the NFL has a policy in place. And if, and sp sticking it with concussions, if a guy we see clearly gets hit in a way that they're concussed, they go into that dark room, and then they clearly we saw they were knocked out, and they come back out, there's going to be a lot of questions raised about why that doctor let them back out when we saw them knocked out. Bro, you see, that was an example I gave you. I'm talking about there's, a, under, there's a, a football con 
aspect to the individual. I'm talking about their personal behavior. It's not whether they're capable of playing football, catching a ball again, but we know when you get hit in your head, your behavior could change. So what you're saying, like off-field things? Any, like just get a good evaluation of this person. Their temperament, have that change. Like these things are, they have to be responsible for that. You can't say they're not. Like you didn't, they didn't sign up to put their body on the line to be, you know, like it's a sport. It's everybody enjoy them when it's good for business. And the moment they're no longer good for business because they got damage on the field. Hey, no. oh, he's a dickhead. I, think, oh, I disagree, man, I think, because the NFL mm-hmm. is, in your sense, reliable for them when they're on the field. They have to make sure that they have things in place to protect their players when they're on the field, in their practices, things of that nature. When they are off the field, mm-hmm. the player is responsible for themselves. Right. But do, doesn't, the, the player, doesn't the NFL and most leagues own the likeness of the person when they're off the field? Because if that's the case, a bunch of shit these guys do off the field shouldn't interfere whether they play between those lines, bro. There's personal conduct policies oh. that are put in place so that if you do things that are bad to oh, the brand, right. but that means you right. are responsible for yourself off the field. Right. You're responsible. But that's the whole point. The onus off the field is on the players to make sure that the NFL looks good at all times. But they're, they're actual being and enjoying life off after football or you know, when they're on their off season, the NFL has no responsibility for that. That's no, very they one-sided. Don't. They that's don't. very one-sided. Yes. But they don't. And that's something to me, like as it someone may who, bother you, but it's literally in the writing of their contracts itself. Right, right. That's why when you go into this violent sport, right. there are like there's no surprises with these players when it comes to these things. Right. They go out there knowing that these are the possibilities that can come right. playing this sport. Right. So for us to sit here and, and say, like, oh, the NFL has to be responsible for them outside. No, right. it's not. Yeah, they, they should. Because, you know what? Same thing for uh, Aaron Hernandez. I think he, he had, he's had he been having violent behavior since his, his days in college of in course. Florida. They brought him on. They know there was something wrong. You cannot tell me that these coaches, these people who they're around all the time, doctors who are supposed to be the best that the country could offer – is not aware of people's behavior changing. That's bullshit. These guys are b- literally put out there like show horses, and when they're no longer good, they take them behind the barn and they put a bullet in their head. That's what they're doing. That's what they've been doing, and that's fucked up. It that- may be fucked up, but that's what it is. You know what? It, 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 it's, it's amazing how, like, as a society, we want things to change for the better, but then it's sort of like, oh, that's, that's how it is. You can't, you can't have that mindset. But I'm not complaining about this. But you're saying it's not if their you, responsibility. No, I'm saying if you sign up to play this violent sport knowing that you can literally fuck up your mental from taking these type of hits and you still go out there and do it, that is the risk you are willing to take. It's like people who do the, these extreme sports knowing right. that there's a good chance right. they can take a bad landing right. or Absolutely. equipment can fail and they could possibly die. Absolutely. Those are the risks you are willing to take. I think, I think and the, Jamal- there's a risk that the ownership and the, the, the organization should take that if these people are, between their lines are playing and they're badly hurt. They're responsible. I there think, has to be a shared responsibility, Matthew. I think you Jamali, can't sit here and say that it, there shouldn't be. I they think, protect them with their policies when they're on the field. But Jamali, when you're off the field, it is not their responsibility. Jamali, so something happened Jamali. to them on the field, and it affects their off-the-field life. It's not the NFL's problem. 
No, they they'll have like medical systems put in place for them to get them healthy again. You see it happen all healthy the time. Healthy enough to play football, bro. I'm talking about healthy enough to live. That's a liability that you put in when you play the sport, bro. bro you guys are crazy. What no, do you listen, say, Jason? No, like, come I'm, on. What I'm saying is, is that I think I understand where Jamal is coming from. He's understanding that within the game, yeah, you could sign up. You know you're going to get hurt. But it doesn't mean that you could sign up and be a vegetable. And a team and a league can keep, you put, keep putting you in that situation where you become a vegetable. So if, if you know you're going to get hurt... I understand you get hurt, whatever. Something could happen in football, you can get hurt, whatever. However, if a team continues to put you in a situation where you're continuously getting hurt and getting fucked up and they're not doing anything, that's a responsibility by the league because they yeah. should know better. But when, when do we see that happen? We see that all the time. All the time. We see it all the time. Every time you step on that field, you can end up a fucking vegetable. No, we know this. You can, but if you get a, if you get a concussion, are you, are you, would you seriously... Bring them out. Okay, they get another concussion, another concussion, another concussion. No, we were just having the same conversation yeah. about Jordan Reed, a guy I think should fucking retire because every time he gets a hit, he's out like a light. But and the that's NFL the whole keeps allowing. Point. But if he keeps going back out there, but because the they can make money him. off him. Hey, if he is saying he wants to go out there, no, if he is medically cleared and he's saying I'm gonna go back out there. Bro, That's on him. But do you see the you guess wildin'. what? Andrew Luck didn't have that type of injury, but he said, "You know what? Enough's enough. I'm done." You but you wildin'. see, that's how am I wiling? Listen, he's the one who's wiling if he keeps going back out there, knowing he keeps getting fucking concussions every time he gets a hit. How's that on him? That's, on the NFL. But that's that's what they need to be responsibility. You think you think if, for example, if they were able to get sued, if the family of the the victims of Hernandez. Could put together a lawsuit and sue the NFL. You would see how fast they will then start take shit seriously. You would see how fast they Hernandez, would, who murdered people because of injuries that he had that the NFL ignored, and they they ignore a lot of bullshit, bro. You think Anto there's not a shit that's gonna come out? But Antonio Brown. So that you're saying hold on. Aaron Hernandez gangster life and murdering people was because of his head injuries. That the NFL, you you don't think they knew about his behavior before that and his affiliation? But because on Sunday, he's going to come, win games, generate money, they will put a, a blind eye to it. They would. You think the Steelers don't know about... I don't think shit? you can make a case that his, his like, possible CTE is the reason he was committing crimes behind the scenes. I think it's possible. It is possible. I think You're it's crazy, possible. bro. I think it's highly Especially possible. Especially if you're saying he's been doing it since college. He's been, no, he's been getting he's been, he's been getting massive concussions since, if, since if college. If you're saying the illegal, no, you're saying the behavior of Aaron Hernandez and the shit he was doing was back in college. Yes, how's that on the NFL now? They draft him. You can't. Listen, so listen, NCAA has zero liability on this. They, is what you're saying? They do, but they do. I, but they do. But I'm just saying, you draft somebody to play in your league, you have to have some level of responsibility. It, this is not a one-sided deal, bro. It's supposed to be bilateral. No. That you can't you can't say that. Because if that's the case, we could we could argue the same thing. As much as you don't agree with my analogy, it's the same thing as saying because it's no it's, it's the like same saying, thing saying your job mm -hmm. should be held liable because right. you did something illegal outside of your job, but because they saw you acting erratically, it's their fault. No, that's not what I said. What I'm saying Or they to you, knew that what I'm saying to you is, is science, there's enough backing in science to know when you suffer massive head injury that this could change somebody's behavior. Yeah. Right? And therefore, 
when someone gets concussed, like we see NFL players do all the time, the NFL should have systems or structures in place to monitor these people's temperament and how their behavior change because they know them previously. It's not like these guys just show up on a Sunday and they suit up and then they go play and they're like, oh, i never seen this guy before. Where did he come from? They nah, know man. these things. These guys go to medical examination for one thing only, whether they could perform on Sunday. Yeah. That's it. They're not animals, the bro. Made, it's, a, it's like if I were to say, you know, the WWE is liable for what Chris Benoit did to his family. Of course they should be held liable. No. They should. Well, th that, was, that was the case with the w If you're going to WWE now, what happened was... I don't that, agree. Well, the, that, it's proven that that industry was rampant with opioids, performance enhancement drugs, and stuff like that. Things, and in his case, he, they said he had brain damage. All you those headbutts. The NFL is responsible for that shit. Because it's the, it's the same, then you know what? If the NFL is not responsible, I don't want to hear you argue ever again that black people get put into situations because it's systematic. Because it's the same shit. When you, a black man commit a crime, can't get a job, but he has no choice but to live in the hood, there's a likelihood that he's going to be able to commit the same crime over and over. They're put in a position to be disadvantaged. That's your argument. That is. No, but I'm saying it is a, a sensible argument. They're not given a chance. Essentially what John Molly's trying to say is that the NFL is putting no, them in I a bad position. No, I get what he's position. trying to say. I just don't agree. If you don't, that's fine. If you don't yeah, agree. I'm not saying for you to agree, but it's crazy. Like, that's to me is nuts. Like, the NFL, need, they need to be held liable for some of these behaviors. My thing with the NFL... Because these, they treat these guys like show horses. My thing, my thing with the NFL is if you're going to... I understand you get hurt. I always understand you can get hurt in NFL. However, if you put them in a, a situation where you know they're going to get hurt again and continuously get hurt, then, you, then you're, you're responsible for their well-being. You're always responsible for their willing. First time you get hurt, cool. Jordan Reed, if you guys are continuing to allow him to play football in your league, you're responsible for him at this point, especially when you know what's going to happen to him. And he's not in the right sense of mind to make a judgment to say, oh, yeah, the team's going to profit off him. But is he in sound mind to make a judgment and say, I don't want to play anymore? Bro, pretty much what team, Matthew, Matthew's agreeing that. that their policy of treating these players like show horses is tolerable. It's what they signed up for. Are they in the right mind that they signed? Like, did they sign up for the right thing in the right mind? I'm not in the position to say if they're in the right mind or not. I'm just saying what they signed up for. You see, that's what the league... That's like that's, saying like the, the league, people who signed up for saying. the military, when they go out there and they come back and they suffer from PTSD, that the government shouldn't have a pl uh, in place a system to help them readjust to society. Look, they should. But you go so why out can't there... why can't you say the NFL should? I didn't say they shouldn't. But you go in... Knowing what can happen is what I'm saying. But you don't think if the NFL decides to make a policy, great, that'd be amazing. Or if they do so, something beyond, so should they that'd should, be great. But should, should they or should they not? If you get medically cleared and you decide to go back out there, that is your decision. But should the NFL have a, a protocol or a system to make sure that these guys behave? Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Okay. Like <laughs> no, but my thing is like once you sign up to go, are you in the right state of mind? To sign up for this. That's the whole point I'm trying Let to make. Let the doctor decide that. But that's the thing. The doctors, the doctors are being Who responsible. does the doctor work for? The doctor works for the Get NFL. The organization. doctor then. Like, <laughs> their job is to say, hey, are you good to go? You were medically cleared? Do you want a second opinion? Go get a second opinion. 
That's crazy to me. But you see, this is the problem. Until now. something me, bad happened and they get sued. No, let me say this. This is the dude, problem. Dude, when Frazier went down, that was something bad. And this dude said he wants to make a comeback. But <laughs> like, but he's the one who wants to make a comeback. Yeah, I don't but, think he should. Yeah, but the NFL said, "Oh, come back if you want." There you go. Why the, wouldn't they? The dude nearly got. He nearly died on the on your on your football field, and you want him back to try and die again. That's bad hey, for business. If he makes a full recovery and gets back on the field, that is his decision. Nah, 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 nah. You got to stop him. You have to have some level. You got to stop him. You have to have some level of humanity Look, to, to, to be like, bro, that, you're killing yourself. That's a beautiful, wonderful thing in a perfect world. That's not a perfect but if world, he, bro. If he makes no. a full recovery and he decides of his own attrition to come back, go. I'm not going to stop you. The NFL should have a be like, no, sorry, we're He's not. He's a grown do ass that. man. He can make until his own death. I, like that's my point. Until somebody get enough evidence to go to court and bring the NFL to the courtroom and sue them and win, then we're gonna have a, it's gonna be it's a gonna different take, conversation. Unfortunately, it's gonna take someone dying on the field Bro, and getting the sued NFL, for it to happen. The NFL knew about CTE almost two decades and never said shit, bro. How do they have the best interest of these players? Who said they did? They're supposed to. They're supposed to. They're supposed to. Your job should have your best interest at heart, Matthew. You're not gonna. <laughs> what, your job should. We we are having high hopes here. <laughs> no, let me ask the you. The job th- looks at us as a number. So let's say if you work, let's say if you work in constructing a building or something like that, and you have shitty equipment, but you have to construct this building on like the eleventh floor, and you have to. Are you gonna do it? If I yes. have shitty equipment, yes. No. Yeah, but you're. you're if you're, I don't have the proper equipment. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but, but you're you don't dro- know it's the proper equipment. But you, you can't. Even, you can't you're even not compare the person that. To evaluate that. You can't even compare that because football, like what the what the NFL, the NBA, MLB, all these major league sports, what they're doing, they're playing on these poor inner city kids with very low alternative to make a better life for themselves, and they have God given skill sets, and they use them like friggin' animals, bro. That's all it is, and so you're you're dealing with someone's passion or something they enjoy, something that they're good at, they excel at, and then obviously you know you're dealing with not just like is it safe for you? It's something they enjoy, so they're gonna take the risk because it's something they this enjoy. This has been sports for damn near ever, especially when it comes to violent sports. This isn't something that's new. It's not something that should even be shocking to anyone. I'm going to check. I'm sure the NFL has better policies. The NHL have better policies than the NFL. The NHL? Guaranteed. They, most majority of players in the NHL have a bit longer of a career. They get paid significantly less than a lot of the people that are in the NFL. But hey. NHL players get a lot more concussed than football players, though. That too. N- NHL players get... And I'm sure there's, there, there are protocols to it. That that like Eric Lindros after he tried to actually make a, a lot of the protocols that you're seeing in the NHL now, especially when it comes to concussions, came recently with the things that were happening in the NFL. But I've seen I've seen NHL's teams teams stop players from playing again. Like yeah. no, you cannot play anymore. Yeah, they're like straight. Yeah, we're we've stopping seen it. you recently. Yeah, and they and they make and that's the thing. That's what the NFL should have because you, you, like, you think Eric Lindros at the top of his uh, even if you know how many times he tried to make a comeback, eventually like yo look, enough is how enough. How many times have we seen back in like the nineties? A player get hit in the face by a slap shot puck, go in the back, and then come back in in the next period. That's bad. <laughs> you know, he got some stitches and can't. Yeah, that's bad. But you don't see that shit happening anymore. Right, because they're protecting their players. The NFL don't do that. You're saying the NFL doesn't stop guys from concussions coming back in the game now? No, they don't. 
I'm gonna definitely. When's say the that. last time you watched? They don't. <laughs> they do not. I see. I they see. Do, I see them. They do not. I see them go into the protocol a lot, but I do see them come back. So they, they go into not. protocol. They go in NFL. They go into that dark room or whatever. They do the protocol, but so a lot of the times they do come back. They do come back out because and they're no, like, if you pass the dark room test. Bro, I'm you, saying, you, I'm you played football. You both we, yeah. we both played sports. We just had a conversation. Right, about. right. You understand that on game day, this is something you build up all week for. Even if you know how many times, oh bro, I'm good. My ankle is not that bad. You still want to go out and play. Now you put that on a grown man, that's all he does. He's 27, 20, Jamal, even younger. Jamal, you'd have to say it. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the if perfect example. If you want to go back out Kevin there. Kevin Durant is the perfect example. You make that decision to go back out there. That's on you. Kevin Durant is the perfect. That's not on the NFL. Listen, that's Jamali. not on the NBA. Kevin, not on the NHL. Kevin Durant was a perfect. No, but that's exactly what I'm saying about my analogy. It's not on society to hey, you decide to sell drugs again. That's on you. That's your problem. But you don't have an alternative, a system that's there to help you to have different alternatives or different options. Then it's on you. We should I could, think, once again, that's a false equivalency because no, if not. you are a player that knows you're hurt, you're still going to make your money if you don't go out there. Bro, so what I'm just saying, if you're a felon and you live in an underserved community, no, and you live in an under, underserved community, you have a felony, you Jamal, can't get a job. it's not the same. It is the same. It's not It the is same. the same. It's not. How are you comparing a player deciding to go back on the field hurt when not they a, don't but have you to keep, you keep to re, a, a you keep person with a that's felony not, going back that's to their not community what that's, and you, committing the same crime? You know why it's a false equivalency? Because you're equating to bullshit. And that's not what I said. I keep telling what you. What am I equating to bullshit? Because, it's what you said. No, I did not. I said the structure of them having getting hurt on the field and their life, their life off the field is impacted by that hit. That's what I'm equating to. Not them going back on the field. That's what I'm equating to. They're, they're, the fact that they get hurt on field, concussions, and it affects their behavior, which affects their personal life and even more so their behavioral aspects. That's what I'm talking about. What and does that have to do with a drug dealer? A drug dealer? Bro, what, what does that have to do? What I'm saying is you have to have a, a measure or some sort of structure to allow somebody to still have options. You're, they're not doing that with these players. These you, can't players put, you can't put them in a bad place. You, you keep putting you them in a bad place you can't, over you can't and over. You keep putting them in the bad and place. And what do you expect? And and that's, expect the same, that's the same shit, bro. You can't bro. do it. It's the same exact thing. It's not. And, and then you're going to say, oh, the onus is on the player. The onus is on you. You know, you can't get a job. It's not the same thing. It is the same thing. It's it really is. Not. It we're, is. We're going in circles. Let's wrap, though. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about this for hours, though, but we can, we can, let's wrap this up. That was good. Final thoughts? Final thoughts, Jamali, or anything? I don't know. I'm just saying we, 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 we got to hold these leagues to higher standards. And, I mean, honestly, if, if his behavior did change significantly after that hit, I do believe the NFL should take some sort of responsibility, and not responsibility in terms of him, but look into this to see how they could give these guys the proper whatever, if there's therapy, whatever it is, to get them to understand them. Because honestly, yes, it's their their choice to go out there and do that. But both parties benefit equally and the teams and leagues benefit greater from these players than the players themselves. All right. For me, um, I just look at it as the same thing of... Um 
Colin, um, not Colin Kaepernick, but um, uh, Kevin Durant. The team said he was good to go, and he clearly wasn't good to go. Everyone knew he was. No, good the to team go. said he couldn't injure it any further than what the recovery time would have and been. And they said it wasn't an Achilles, and everyone saw the dude grabbing we knew his Achilles. They were lying. But that's the thing. The but team lied. They put him in a position to believe they didn't give him the right no, advice. No, he knew exactly what would happen. Well, all I'm I don't think is, he did. Because I don't think anybody in no a matter log- what, he was going to have surgery. If but he had surgery, I don't think anybody fine. in a logical mindset would put themselves yeah. to get hurt like that. Yeah, I bro. don't think we'd get hurt. You crazy? To get hurt. Yeah, you crazy to think that? My my thing in my you think he was gonna <laughs> he was gonna go and hurt you himself? You say I'm crazy, but yet you're making the argument about players that want to still go back out there, and the NFL should be responsible for them. I'm sure he was forced to go back out there. Kevin Durant didn't go out there on his own will. He was forced. I'm pretty sure he he said, I want to go out there and help my team win. I don't bullshit. If that's what the if that's what he said, then there should have been someone on the team that said, nah, you're sitting your ass down. Bro, you I'm know you know Kevin Durant didn't do that shit because the first opportunity he got to leave that organization, he yeah, left he in it. the most disrespectful way. Because he felt disrespected. He was forced was disrespectful. To go- he was forced to go back out there. Those doctors cleared him. The same him. guy who was doing a nice little dance before he went out there? He, he wasn't doing no dance before yes, he went he out was. there. Yes, he was. Get out of here, bro. I'll show you the video when we, we close off these mics. No. He, I, whatever c- the case. Bro, whatever the case. Come on, bro. All right. It's go crazy. on, Matt. My final thoughts? Um, none, really. <laughs> 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 I said everything I have to say. All right, and let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Don't Be Mad podcast. As always, you know where you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram, Don't Be Mad Pod, and on the Facebook, it's uh, Don't Be Mad podcast. And the Upford Network, as yes. usual. I always forget. I'm a scatterbrain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're on there. We are a part of the Upford Network, so check out those podcasts on that network. We got some great stuff on there. The Scrum, awesome. Lasers on the Ride, one of my personal favorites on the Up for Network. Our thing um, up for discussion. You weren't there for the, the thing, but Jamali and I's things will come up like in the next, I think, two months. Um, we did something with uh, with, uh, with up for discussion or, with or Julian. Scrum. Yeah, yeah. Not, not necessarily Scrum, but for Julian. Though. Cool, cool, cool. Should be nice. Next two months, you'll hear it. Yeah, man. All right, so uh, that was this week's episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care, everyone. We out. Love, Peace. love. Peace.